Well, hello, everybody. The end times are near. <gasps> Jesus is uh, in his last days. Anything to do with the mortal coil? Is that from the Bible? The mortal coil? Shuffling off his mortal coil. Is that I, a thing I don't from the Bible? Think, I, don't, I don't know that. All right. Derived from 16th century English, yeah. coil refers to tumults or troubles. Oh, dear. So, basically, it was in Hamlet, and that's why I know it. All right, cool. Good reference, then. There you go. My bad. You don't know Hamlet. What an idiot. I know. <laughs> Only seen the uh, David Tennant version. That's not a bad thing, is it? No, it's not. I'm happy with that. <laughs> All right, the prophets have foretold that Jesus is going to do some stuff now. Oh, great. Right? What have they said? Yeah, here's the thing. <laughs> nothing. Right? They've said here's, nothing. Here's the thing, Alice. <laughs> so when I was a young boy... My father took me to the city. Took me to the Bible to okay. read the Old Testament prophecies. Yeah. And um, so what Christians will say mm. is that... Uh, there's loads of these Old Testament prophecies that Jesus fulfilled. Yeah. And um, there's loads of them. And the, and they get referenced along the way as well. Yeah. They tell you when they're happening. Of course. But um, if you go back and look at them, you think, sorry, what's that about? So if we go from, uh, there's a bit in Zechariah they're about to go on about now. Uh-huh. Right? So you'll have a bit like this, right? A bastard shall dwell in Ashdod, and I'll cut off the pride of the Philistines. We're back in the Philistines days. Pride you of the Philistines? Them? Yeah. They're foreskins? No, Kay. just there. You, well, maybe actually. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's it's never definitely wrong if you say foreskins, to be honest. It's usually quite right. And I'll take away his blood out of his mouth and his abominations from between his teeth. But he that remaineth, even he shall his be for our God. Abominations from from between his teeth. Yeah. Just like gums. Black. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna give him a floss. Is he doing a you know what do they call that? A uh, professional cleaning. Yeah. 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 Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass, and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. And I'll cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off. What's that mean? Okay, so Matthew's decided this Mm -hmm. is all about Jesus. Okay, all right. And when it says your king comes riding on an ass. Donkey. It's time for Palm Sunday. So, the story goes as follows. Jesus says, you're going to get to the city gates mm-hmm. and you're going to see a guy with a an ass. <laughs> yeah. And he's also going to have a donkey with him. Oh. Um, and you're going to say to him, can I have your donkey? And he's going to say, what for? <laughs> and you're going to say, God's business. And he'll just allow that. All right. All right. He's got a sense of, uh, he knows something's going to happen. These aren't the droids you're looking for kind of sitch. Yeah. And he'll just be like, yeah, actually, fine. And so <laughs> you'll get it and you bring it to me, right? So as Jesus enters the city, mm-hmm. he's riding on his donkey. As he do. And um, everyone's having a little, hooray, Jesus is here. But not everybody. Yeah. His en- enemies still don't like him. But all the r- rabble of Jerusalem yeah. that he's really there for, mm-hmm. um, they're throwing down some palm leaves and stuff. <laughs> they're not just thrown down. And yeah, he gets a big weird welcome, right? 
I've never been welcomed by someone just putting leaves on the ground in front of me. And I feel sad about that. I think next time I come over to your house, you need to open the door, place some leaves if down for me. you bring the leaves, I'll set them up for you. Okay, great. Yeah? We've got a deal. This is, this is more proof that Jesus is, is God, right? Why because did they put leaves down? Just so that his donkey didn't walk on the ground? I think it probably would look quite cool. Yeah. Uh, sort of fanning, I don't know, just sort of banners are expensive, aren't they? If you've already got massive leaves, just wave yeah. them around, it'll look pretty good. That's true. Also, I don't think they really had banners in the way we have them now then. They had no prep time as well, remember? They've literally oh, got yeah, this donkey yeah, yeah. last minute. Grab some <laughs> leaves. <laughs> Someone's like, this will look great. <laughs> Who's in, which disciple's in charge of events? Yeah. Judas is in charge of the money. Whose idea was that? Anyway, so he gets, they go to the temple, right? Yeah. As and you as would. you know, at the temple again, we've got the money lenders. Yeah. We've got the people selling animals. Uh-huh. Jesus is unhappy about that as well. Yeah. So he does his usual, which is... St- stop it. Yeah, but he gets, he gets a bit aggy about it. Yeah. Throws them all Come out. Come on, lads. Stop it. Throws them all out. And to sort of show that he kind of has the authority to do so, he mm-hmm. then brings in all the blind and deaf people and does a lot of healing. Nice. So he's like, mm, can't question yeah. me now. Um <laughs> Then he comes across a fig tree. Yeah. Do you know the story of the fig tree? No, I don't think I do. He curses the tree. Why does he curse a it's tree? It's quite a famous bit. It's People consider it to be quite a ridiculous thing to do. Why would you curse a tree? What's a tree ever done? So he comes towards the tree. Mm. He's hungry and he wants some fruit. And the fig tree doesn't have any fruit. Oh. So he curses the fruit and says, no more fruit for you ever again, fig tree. And Aww. it withers immediately on the spot. Poor tree. But as often... Yeah. It's a metaphor. Okay. Right. Now, here's another thing <laughs> about <laughs> fig trees. Okay. Fig trees, quite uniquely, have pre-fruit. They have this thing that they do bef- to show that they're going to have fruit yeah. before they have fruit, Yeah. which is unique to fig trees. Okay. Which people like us don't know. All right. Because we don't grow fig trees around here. Mm. So, you Jesus You used to have a fig tree in a garden of a house I lived in. Yeah. Did it have fruit ever yeah i'd made jam out of it did it ever do something before it made fruit i don't know i didn't notice <laughs> brilliant I didn't Thanks, look at it. just saying we do grow them here okay i don't grow them here right um, okay but more so elsewhere in the hot places yeah this fig tree represents yeah israel as a okay. people they're supposed to be ready for him but jesus he gave them no notice no 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 not just on this occasion okay just in he's general. come yeah to save his people and yeah. his people generally are the Jews, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But the response he's gotten across this three-year ministry yeah. has been quite poor from the people that are supposed to be the people in charge of Judaism yeah. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, They've, yeah. They're trying to kill him. Okay. He's got a good reception um, from the people that my Bible will call harlots and publicans. <laughs> yeah. That's been his base. Okay. Consistent support from them. Also, tax people. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been quite good, but you know the actual scribes, mm. the elders. Yeah, no they're just thanks. not having it. So this they don't tree, like this young gun coming in. This tree represents to him. It has no fruit. It shows it, it has no. It could be offering something, yeah. but it offers nothing. Okay. Now here's the twist. It's not the right season for fruit. <laughs> where he is at the time. <laughs> so he's but just. I think it is the oh right man. season for the pre-fruit. 
Okay. Either way, it's a metaphor. Don't get lost in, in whether it's or not just, it should be fruit uh, or not. He doesn't actually hate the tree. Why does he hate the tree? He doesn't he hate, does the tree. hate the tree. He hates what the tree represents. Okay. I think it's like if you if you've not been in Hackney for a few years. Yeah. And you come back and you're like, oh, it's changed a bit, and you're like, not another fucking vape shop. <laughs> it's not that you hate the vape shop in itself. You yeah. hate what it represents. Okay. Which is like the, the cereal cafe. You, you know, you go back to the cafe that you thought yeah. was going to be there that you love and it's a vape shop and you go, not a fucking other vape shop. Yeah. And you shout at the vape shop, where's my fucking coffee? And they say, but we're not a coffee shop. And you go, to be honest, that's the fucking problem, right? <laughs> I hate the vape shop because it can't serve me coffee, even if you're not supposed to serve me coffee anymore. Do you see I what mean, I'm saying? I mean, I feel, yeah, so to the point represents. except for the fact that there are so many places to get a coffee in Hackney, so that... Doesn't really yeah, work. but it's your favourite right. place to get coffee is now shut. Okay. And another vape shops there. Yeah. Yeah. I that's don't how even he's vape, feeling. So. Hmm? No use to me. I don't vape. Exactly. Not a loser. Smoke. No, don't <laughs> exclude members of the audience who might vape. You vaping smoke. Is, vaping is sad. Quit or don't bother. You smoke cigarettes. Yeah. That's bad. That's worse than vaping. It's not. Oh, we shouldn't get into this. This is irrelevant. Anyway, the chief, there's some more traps coming. They're mm. really upping their game, trying to get people to turn against him. Mm-hmm. They say to him, by whose authority are you doing all this stuff? Throwing all the stuff out of the temple, withering our trees. Mm. What's going on? And he goes, well, here's a, I can play that game as well. You know, uh, when John was baptizing people, was mm. that of heaven or was that of a man? And they're like, well, if we say it was of heaven, then... Um, we probably should have started following him, really. <laughs> and if we say it was he was just a regular fella, then um, all the people here that love John are going to turn on us. So, all right, we'll call it a draw, Jesus. We'll see you again soon. Smart. Mm. Then we've got a couple of parables. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, uh, there's a guy, right? He's got two sons. And he asks them both to go work in his field. And one of them says, I don't know for no thanks, Dad. <laughs> and then they, a bit later, he's like, feel bad, actually. I'll I'll go and help. Yeah. And then the other son says, yeah, sure thing. And then he just fucks off somewhere. And Jesus says, which one did what the father wanted? And uh, the answer, obviously, is the one that sort of fucked about a bit, but then in the end did the right thing. Yeah. And Jesus says, yeah, you're right. Because just like all these guys that are saying that they're going to do yeah. what I want and then just doing diddly shit. And then you guys, yeah, of course, you run pubs, you screw people out of taxes. Mm. You're the harlot. But, you know, you came yeah. round. Yeah, you came round too. Love it. you guys. Man. So he's real all about the redemption, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like, you don't give a shit if you're living a good life. No, no, no. Mm. Yeah. The good life doesn't get you there. I in th- fact, we're going to have a, a character that embodies that very well in a couple of episodes' time. When right. Jesus is on the cross and he has a little look to his right. Okay. Because there's redemption up until the very last moments of your life. No one's too late or too lost to be saved. And then they all sing, always look on the bright side of life. Yep, 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 yep. Some things in life are bad. (laughs) They can really make you mad. (laughs) All right, here's another parable. Guy owns a vineyard in another country. He knows they've made a load of wine over there. Yeah. It's been good. Yeah. But, you know, it's my vineyard, so Mm -hmm. time to collect what's mine. Yeah. So he sends some servants. And when the servants get there... Uh, they kill the servants. What? Because they want the profits for themselves. Okay. So he sends some more servants. Same thing happens. And he thinks, well, I'll send my son over. 
Oh. Because um, he they comes can't kill him. They, yeah, surely they can't. <laughs> but they do. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he's not very happy about that. What, oh do, you no. think that, what do you think that parable means? Um, the people who are doing the work should get the, mon- the monies. Just because you own the vineyard doesn't mean you get the money. No, we've got to think bigger picture now. All right, okay. Who is the son that the father has sent? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So So then who are the servants that were sent before him? Uh, All of the, like, Abraham-type peeps, right? Yeah, you got all the prophets yeah. that were sent to the people that's supposed to... Yeah. To the, sway to them from their wicked ways. Okay. They've not followed them. Yeah. So he's finally going to send his son... And Surely they kill you him. can't just kill the actual son of God. But, but you do. just wait, Alice. You just wait <laughs> until... I don't <laughs> know if it's going to be, be this episode or next, but <laughs> when we get there, you're not going to believe what they do to this guy. <laughs> I know we've been like, oh, some of it's been good, some yeah. of it you don't quite agree with, but you don't. You wouldn't believe what, what they do to this guy. <laughs> it's outright rude. So then Jesus really just goes off on one. Some key phrases for you. He goes, didn't you know... The stone which the builders rejected, the same will become the head of the corner. <laughs> what? Oh, like the stone that... The cornerstone. Yeah. So the stone that everyone's like, that stone's no good. Yeah. That one's going to become... In practice, I don't think that's true. No, he's just saying this You've time around... You've got a crumbly, crumbly no, old like crumbly. rock. I don't know why they don't like the stone. It's too big. <laughs> They got a crumbly old rock and it it's obviously like not gonna hold up the rest of the building. And then they're just like, nah, yeah, it will. And then the building all falls down. No, it's an underdog story involving stones. Mm. It's not a particularly exciting analogy, really. Here's another trap. They come up to him with uh, some coin. It's tax time. Mm-hmm. Everybody's round for the big Passover party soon. So yeah, let's collect up some. And uh, they come to him, these uh, Pharisees. Scribes, mm-hmm. elders, the lot, they say to him, is it right to give tribute to Caesar? Tribute being the money, taxes and stuff. Yeah. And he goes, bring me a coin. Gets a coin. And he says, who's that face on that? And they go, it's Caesar's. And, they, and he says, well, give to Caesar's what's Caesar's and give to God what is God's, which is a smart move. Because yeah. then they have to decide what's Caesar's and what's God's. Yeah. And he's getting them on their own trap. But then surely that, what, so he's saying that they should have God's face on the coins. What's the point of that? When it, uh, who's saying what now? What's your issue? Like, okay, so Caesar's face is on all their coins. Mm-hmm. So that's Caesar's. Is mm-hmm. he saying that they should have God's face on it instead? Well, But they're not allowed to make an image of him. Part so. of it is that they don't, um, obviously they hate being under Roman rule, mm. full stop. Yeah. So if he says that you should give anything to Caesar... Yeah, Jesus can be in the shit of everybody because everyone hates that the Romans are uh, persecuting okay. them, mm-hmm. right? But then if he says something against Caesar, yeah, then he gives the Romans cause to crucify him as a troublemaker. Oh, so he's either he's going to piss someone off real bad either way. Yeah, so that's why it's a trap. Okay, because if you either say that you will or won't give money to Caesar, yeah, you've made a pretty you've made a big bold decision. Statement. Yeah. yeah. So he's got to just volley that on back. He's just got to be like... And he does it well, even with topspin. <laughs> back in your court, pals. <laughs> the Sadducees They're trying to trick him. Now. They're not just like genuinely asking. They're trying to trick him. Oh, no, no. They don't care about the answer. <laughs> yeah. They're doing... It's it's smart. There's some smart questions, yeah. for sure. So the Sadducees come next. 
Now, the Sadducees don't believe in resurrection. <laughs> Can you believe not believing in resurrection, Alice? Oh, uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, dummies. Crazy, crazy peeps. And they say to him, all right, here's a, here's a crazy scenario for you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, there's this man, and he's yeah. married to yeah. his wife. Of course. Okay, the man's got quite a few brothers, by the way. Mm-mm. Oh, the man's died, and they've not any kids yet. Do you know what has to happen now? Oh, the brother-in-law. The next brother, yeah, next brother yeah. gets married to. Oh, there's a family sickness. That brother's dead as well. <laughs> so they get she gets passed along, all the brothers. Oh. Seven. Mm-hmm. All right. In the resurrection, the last days, was she married to all seven brothers? Because that'd be pretty freaky, wouldn't it, Jesus? Are you saying in heaven that this woman is going to have to be the wife of seven brothers simultaneously? That sounds pretty gross. <laughs> all right. Okay. And Jesus says... Don't um, be an idiot. <laughs> it's just the first one of he's dead well no no yeah you'd, you'd think you could go first one mm. but that could be a bit unfair on this sort of delegitimizes the marriage of um, all the others yeah she might have had you know pretty good terms with the yeah that's maybe true num- maybe number four is actually a pretty decent guy actually this would be a good um, like twisted true crime kind of story where it's like she had been killing the brothers the whole time no one ever suspected her because she was just a woman. Oh, because she wanted to marry number four, but it was the only way that... Um, yeah. Yeah. But then number four dies by accident, so she just keeps going. Yeah. I don't know why she would kill... F- f- well, five's a bad egg, obviously. Mm. Um, Everyone knows that. And what Jesus says is, we're not going to be in the business of marrying. Marrying is just for now. It's going to be forever <laughs> and ever for all of this. We're basically going to be like angels, just mm. virtual kendals in heaven. I don't know what sexuality would be in heaven for Jesus, because... I don't know how, mu- how much of a key part your sexuality is in your self-identity, Alice. In the afterlife, yeah, maybe you'd consider yourself to be a completely different person. I mean, I guess it depends what you think the afterlife is, isn't it? If you think it's all hammocks and beach balls, maybe there is sex. But if you think it's just floating about, probably not. You don't have to have sex with the hammocks and the beach balls around, though. Wait, just what? have a nice little, just have a nice I game. I thought that was the only way <laughs> to do it. Is that? <laughs> um, no, I meant like, you know, it's more like a pool party. Yeah. Inherently sexy, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Everyone's having a great time. I'm trying to remember, I think the last pool party I had was with my family, but, you know, I see, <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> Here's a new trap for you. Pretty, to be honest, I don't know what dummy stepped up with this one. Hey, Jesus, what's the best commandment? (laughs) (laughs) This one's not that difficult, actually. Jesus goes, well, I can summarize them quite easily in in two, really, which is just love God your very best and love your neighbor your very best. The rest kind of all follow, really, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's quite an easy one. Yeah. I can see what the guy with the trap was trying to do. Yeah, but he didn't. Oh, you're saying one's more important than it, wouldn't it? Well, no, shut up, you dummy. Then he just goes on a bit of more of a rant against the scribes and the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. He says, he tells them that not only are they not going through the gate to the kingdom of heaven, they're getting in the way of the gate for everyone else. And, and it's not a big gate, so. Straight is the gate and narrow is the path at least yeah, to heaven, so that he said earlier. Yeah, it's easy to block. Yeah, exactly. One or two peeps, no but way. wide is the path that leads to destruction. Yeah. Oh dear. They could all go down that one, no problem. Yeah, exactly. So then he goes, the temple's going to be destroyed soon, guys, by the way. Uh-huh. 
Um, Why? And it, and it will. It will be destroyed soon. I think it's like... Is it 47 AD? 74 AD? 75 I AD? I don't know. <laughs> In the first century AD, yeah. the Romans are going to destroy the temple. Okay. Gone. Even yeah. Jerusalem now, where the mm-hmm. temple used to be, oof, awkward, there's a mosque. Ooh. Hawks. Guess how that's going down there at the moment. N- less than ideal. Less than ideal. Yeah. yeah. And then the disciples say, when it, Jesus, if you know the future, when does the world end? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, and we'll we'll get I'll tell you what, we will do a few episodes of how the world will end once we're done with all this stuff. Um And then we'll do Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy afterwards. <laughs> yeah? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. I've read them all. We could do that. Alright, back says, to Christy. Here's a sign, and I'll tell you what, this sign's not very helpful. You'll know that at the end times there'll be a lot of war. Mm-hmm. A lot of famine. Yeah. Isn't that just right now, basically? It's all the time ever. Every time we've ever been alive. That Christians are constantly being like, "End is nigh." Feels like the end times. End times. And also, Christians want the end times, right? Because of the rapture. Because then Jesus comes back. Oh, okay. We all get to be done with all this shit. Mm. So, anytime there's a war, a lot of Christians are actually secretly like, "Yay! Whoopee! (laughs) Here we go, guys!" So you think that's why? Do you think that's why war actually? exists is because i do not think you should underestimate how much christian fundamentalists want the end of the world to happen yeah and actively will it it's a whole new world for me because i've always just thought war was always about money but i guess it could also be about just wanting the apocalypse to come isn't it yeah there Mm. are people that genuinely want the world to end man as in if you're a christian you know that global warming is not the problem and the world isn't going to stop because of climate change. Yeah. It's because Jesus is going to come back okay. with a fucking flaming chariot Man. and fuck everybody this up or we're real, all going to fly out the sky. It's real um, just unfortunate that that's something that a lot of people believe, isn't it? <laughs> it's real unfortunate for the year rest four, of us. <laughs> I remember the teacher being like, one day the world will end because the sun will explode in like a billion years' time. And you were and the I little like, mm, no, I don't Excuse think so. me, I think no, you're actually, fine. I got dobbed in by someone <laughs> in the class. Thomas says he doesn't believe that. And she's like, <laughs> why? why? What do you think, Thomas? I was like, well, I know that the world's going to end actually pretty soon. That's what they say at church. Yeah. Give it a few years. And Jesus is going to come oh, back man. in his chariot. <laughs> And then there'll be a thousand year reign and then that'll be it. Job done. None of this billions of years nonsense. Mrs. Wilson. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, what have you been reading? Um, And she just kind of looked at you like, oh, bless your heart. (laughs) I I do remember feeling, I think it was the first time that I'd ever sort of made a stand for thinking something bonkers. Yeah. But Stood the out. first of many. Like, yeah. No, <laughs> started to set a trend at that point. Yeah. Wouldn't call it. I didn't really enjoy doing that. Didn't. Wasn't a thrill. No. I got into it a lot more later. Yeah. Okay. So then he says, "There's going to be a lot of people claiming to be me as well." We do. We do. Yeah. That does yeah, happen yeah. as well. To be mm-hmm. fair. And then he says, "Some pretty cool stuff's going to happen. The sun will go dark. Plausible. Yeah. The stars will fall out of the sky. Hmm." Not quite a particularly good understanding of what those things up yeah. there are, but okay. 
And then he just says a pretty cool thing. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Because <laughs> I've got a bit of a cough. If you just do it a bit bassier, it sounds better. Yeah. Okay. So one last parable. There's the parable of the talents. Oh. You know what a talent is? Money. It's a coin. I'll have some talents, please. But also, we can use this at this point as a metaphor for actual talents yeah. that a person might have. Yeah. Because this parable is about using what you have for the kingdom. Okay. Aww. So this guy. When life gives you lemons. Make money. Kingdoms. <laughs> so this guy. Yeah. He's got some money. He runs a. He's got a portfolio. Let's say yeah. he's got a portfolio of talents. And okay. he says to one guy, you're pretty trustworthy. Um, I'm going to give you 10 of my talents. Uh-huh. My portfolio. You have five. Some other guy. Mm-hmm. And this other guy, you can have one. Okay. Oh, okay. Then he's like, I'm out of town for a bit. When I get back, you tell me, uh, how are you done? And he gets back and he says to the guy with the 10, how did you do? And he goes, well, I did some sort of like investment and stuff with the 10. Turned out, did it on the, on the right stuff. Here's another 10. And then he goes, brilliant. Well done. That is exactly what your job was. Yeah. And then to the guy with five, he said, yeah, I pretty much copied the other guy. Same scheme. So it's doubled. You got another five. Nice. And he goes, yeah, smart. And the guy with one, he said, what do you do? And he goes, oh, I know you value money very much. So I buried mine in the garden so it'd be safe. Oh. And he goes, you fucking idiot. Cute. You only had one, but you fucked it up. Give your one to one of the other guys. You're, you are dreadful, right? <laughs> just so burying mean. your stuff. You should have at least just given it to the bank so I got a bit of interest on it. Yeah. If you weren't going to do that. Mm. So yeah, even though you had one, give it to the guy I had 10. Mm-hmm. That always felt a bit unfair when I was a kid. But yeah. now that I understand the general premise of what the guy wanted them to do. Oh, I thought this was going to twist around and the moral was going to be... And then they did it again, but they lost their investment. But the one buried in the ground is still A-OK because it didn't get stolen or anything. Because no, no, it was no. buried in the ground. Just whatever you've like got. Like an anti-gambling message there. If you've got a lot, you know? use it. If you've got a little, use it. Okay. But just because you don't have much, don't be like, I won't do anything. Oh, okay, that's also a fine message. Yeah, Just I not where I it. thought it was going. Yeah, it's a bit of a curveball, that one. It's a bit random, yeah. Okay, so there's a bit... When the guy... When he finds out that this person's got him extra talents, mm-hmm. he says, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Do you think this has been a particularly exciting parable? No. Not particularly memorable? No. This was the story that was preached on when I had my religious experience whipped into a frenzy. Okay. And I converted. And the line, it was, well done, you good and faithful servant. And the preacher was going on about like, yeah, what's Jesus thinking about you at the moment? Are you the, are you the bag of shit? <laughs> are you this dummy of one? Okay. That's, that knows what's going on, but yeah. you're contributing nothing? Are you a good and faithful servant? What's Jesus going to say about you at the end? And I was like... Oh, I think I'm a piece of shit. Oh. And so, 2006, How old were you? 14. Oh. Uh, yeah, just turned 14. Yeah, I got real sad about this. I'm sorry. And I was like, I want to be the good and faithful servant. And then when we did a little prayer at the end, the publican's prayer, God be merciful unto me, a sinner. Yeah. That's when I had a little cry. Oh. And I let Jesus into my heart for the first time. Oh. So it was actually because of this little parable that everything changed in my life oh so whilst i would actually say so wait what were you doing before that believed it but i wasn't into it you know yeah it's like 
Imagine if your dad had taken you to all the football games as a kid, but you just still do not give a fuck. But you yeah. just had to be there. Yeah. You might even know, yeah, I can tell you all the names of the players. I know who's the manager. I know how we're doing in the league, but let's not talk about football. Yeah. Whereas what happened to me was I had a moment where I was like, that was actually a fucking brilliant game. Yeah. And now I'm bonkers for this shit. Okay. It was that sort of, there yeah. was that sort of move. I had to ask Jesus to be my own personal saviour and accept his Passover. I had to put the blood on my own door, you know? Yeah. Before I was just part of a family that was a doing bit blood like posting. When you finally, like, listen to the Beatles for the first time. Like, when you, like, not just, like, passively listening to them while they're being played all around you because they're famous, but when you actually sit down and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, do you know what? Today this I'm is gonna, great. I'm going to do Abbey Road the whole way through. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, fuck. Okay, I get it. Yeah. it's. I would say exactly the same. Next episode is going to be stuff that you have heard of before. We're entering Woo! the big time Jesus. I'm genuinely excited. Jesus. Yeah, I'm relatively excited about it. Well, you should be massively excited. Okay, I'll get hyped. Because as someone who... didn't, Don't you go to all the torture museums <laughs> when you're on holiday <laughs> and stuff? I went to one torture museum once and you were like, yeah, that seems like the kind of thing you'd do. And then you've made it up in your head that I go to loads of torture yeah, museums. Yeah, well, you're wrong. All right. <laughs> so we'll go into as much detail as possible <laughs> on all that stuff because you'll love it. All right. Okay. See you soon. Bye. Well, thank you for listening to Stories of Jesus with Tom and Alice. Please comment, honestly. And just tell us if we've missed something that you like, you know, let us know. We're on Instagram at SojPod, S-O-J-P-O-D. And on Twitter, SovJPod, S-O-F-J-P-O-D. And give us a like and comment and rate and all that jazz on your podcasting app of choice. See you next time. Come to me.